Hello and welcome to another episode of Block Talk. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe or ever list podcast so you never miss an episode and leave a five-star review while you're there. Tis the season to get glammy. I'm nominated for two 2023 Glam Awards for Best Podcast and Best Writer Blogger, and I need your help to win. Once again, both categories are in the People's Choice voting, so the public will determine who wins. All you need to do is go to GlamAwards.net, click the tab for People's Choice, and vote! You might only be allowed to use your email once, so you better tell all your friends, family, enemies, hell, even tell your drunk aunts who crashed the party, the field reporter who can't catch a break, and the escort who brings you flowers for no reason. And I repeat, tell everyone! Oh, and while you're at it, visit my Instagram and click the link tree to find out how you can support the pod by donating or buying merch. And as always, follow me on Instagram, Threads, and TikTok at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter slash X at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaterthenow.com for its news, reviews, and interviews. It's time to sing out as the Queens brought us to the San Remo Festival. So who wins? It's time to talk all things Drag Race Italia 3. And here with me is a singer whose biggest fan is their showerhead. It's Scout's Honor. Right. How are you? Good, how are you? Uh, what do you sing in the shower? Um, You know, whatever's, whatever comes on the playlist. Uh, I'm, so not, I'm not exclusive. Yeah, probably lots of that. Um, I got some drag news of the week it's not really an official announcement but it's like an announcement of the announcement you know how those things work you know that's like what the gen z kids do all these yeah kids do it all the time okay so the announcement of the announcement on january 14th we will officially have the uh, cast announcement for drag race espana all-stars that train is just running down the tracks they gave us the teaser photos for the judges. They are looking caliente in red. Um, yeah, are you excited for drag results? That is the España. Um, I mean, I haven't even watched Drag Race. I've watched part of season one and part of season two and none of season three. Well, I mean, I so, would say season three is the one that really doesn't count because it sucked. Um so Ooh, you know, words just, coming from me. Just you know, don't don't hold it against me. There's you're familiar with okay. how many episodes of Drag Race there are every year. I I, I very much am. Uh, I'm in the in the figuring out everything for the you know end of the year podcast, and there's a reason why none of y'all have heard from me about it because. I can't do it until 2024 because thanks Canada's drag race. You're not ending until after the new year. So we're going to put that on hold. It'll still be the end of the year, like wrap up. So uh, hopefully Scout will be able to join us this time. Remember when Scout couldn't join us last year? Rough times. Yeah. Your toilet had a fun night with you, didn't they? Indeed. All right, as always, I must leave a disclaimer. This isn't in a dream podcast. We discuss reality TV show characters as presented to us. Reality production. We are show the ending and tell them she wants to see. We react to what is presented. Yes, these are the real people that get on our tune and go and tell them to share their crafts. But they've also put themselves in the position to discuss what's in the podcast. Friends, you even discuss reality in the show. Scout, what is it with TV shows, specifically drag-related television programs, that say, top three? And then they go, all right, top four. Just kidding, top four. 
I think it's one of those, like, it just um, doesn't do, really matter, right? How many people are in the finale? Like, it used to be a gag. Remember, like, a couple of years ago when Rue was like, it's only going to be a top three, and bam, it's top four, Peppermint, you're in the All-Stars grand finale, and then the gag of it all, Sasha Valor wins. Like, yeah. that was amazing, and we're like, oh, my God. Now it's at this point, it's like, well, if the person who's about to be eliminated has the most screen time, they're going to be in the finale. Yeah. And also at this point, it's like the gag would be them actually going to a top three. Mm hmm. I mean, now the gag also is, is that they eliminate someone before the final fucking lip sync. Oh, yeah, that too. I mean, there's yeah, I this was I will. I mean, we'll get to it. But this was one of those. As I was watching, I kind of figured out what was about to happen. We you knew for the beginning of the episode, like it, it, we were going to have yeah. a final form. Yeah. All right, let's get into it. Sapario has gone in the room is silent, but Lena is a bit shaken. She reads Sapario's message and then tells the girls that she didn't realize that Sapario was covering her during the lip sync. Right. Do you believe her? I think she was being kind. lying, bitch. Did she not see a giant human's ass in her face she's as she's to... on her head? She wants she wants that back on Miss Congeniality boat. Yeah. Melissa will keep case... trying for her double crowning and say she doesn't think Sapario did it with bad intentions. She was taken by the moment in anxiety. Sure. Go with that one. That's not my narrative. I mean, yeah, I've been anxious before too. It doesn't mean I like. Anyways. Lashiva says when they say nerves, they mean strong nerves, and you can lose your nerves. Lena will start to clean the mirror and Silvana will offer her dress, but the bitch is like, if there is one thing I don't want, it's your dress. At least she's honest. Right. <clears throat> I mean, it was made out of cleaning material, so I understand why the offer was there. <laughs> Just smearing there are on the, the semifinals. Window. The finale is closer. If they don't get through the semi, no finals for them. Melissa has her claws out, so the battle is on. It is the start of a new week, and they are the Fantastic Four. The room is so empty. Silvana is so happy to have gotten rid of them. And the alarm almost immediately sounds, so they have a busy, busy day to get ready for. There's no time for chit-chat. In Priscilla's message, it's time to celebrate with song and flowers and dresses and history of Italian customs. They all know what the clues are leading to. They are so excited to sing. Now, before we reveal it, Scouty, how are you at the art of singing? I am I would not be excited to sing on Drag Race. That's probably the level I'm at. Would you? I also have questions in... about how live this yeah, was. Yeah. Um, would you walk into the recording session and let's say it's pop star Ariana Grande coaching you? Would you be like, so I know you're very familiar with the auto tune. Can you turn that button on for me, too? I mean, yeah, I'd be I'd be like, don't be don't be scared to do what you got to do to make me sound good. I mean, I'll give it my all in the booth, but don't be you know, if you got it. I mean, you gotta, would you, if, if, you if it was Leland, me, would you ask him? Would you ask him to do whatever he does to uh, Troy Savon? Yeah, right. Like, give me the, you know, I, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I have no problems with auto tune. You got to use it. You got to use it. Daddy Priscilla is here, and that suit was giving. Oh, I was very here for this color combo, and she is here to tell them that they are about to embark on the first ever Drag Remo Festival. 
This is inspired by the San Remo Festival in Italy, not to be confused with the street fair in Little Italy in New York City called San Gennaro. I had to, yeah, I had to like, I knew, I knew I'd heard San Remo before. I just didn't actually know what it was. Yeah. Well, people like me who are Eurovision fans, we know it very intimately, but we'll talk about Eurovision in right. a Don't you worry. For this week's mini challenge, like any respectable festival, they must have a massive media coverage, so they will turn into correspondents of Drag Remo. They have to, in cold blood, with professionalism, face uncertain elements of disorder that might ruin their story. And the bitch wasn't kidding. The challenge is called Sorry to Interrupt. <laughs> it was very funny. The queens get into their best reporter quick drag as they have little idea what is to come. Also, the way that Lashiva was running around and very underdressed. Uh, this isn't like Dragula. When the time is called, you're actually stuck with what is on your body. I was... <laughs> you know... Make it work. Move as quick as you can. She did get a 2-2 on. She did get one of those on. Have you no. ever had aspirations to be a field reporter? No. 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 I mean, I'll like go. So never like, all the times that you um I toured be the, the capital with the kids and saw all the reporters in the rotunda, you never wanted to be yeah. one of them? No. Mm. Did I, you want to be the twink in the Senate hearing room? No, I'm I have nothing against him. You know, Americans get fucked in that room every day. I have no problems with okay. twinks getting fucked in there. But um no. It was well, we just talk about uh, we don't know who the man plowing him was. Are we ever there's, gonna find that? There's been him? there's been I the, the if there's been I think I know I think I think it's been revealed who it is. Okay, okay. You'll have to tell and me. I think it's it's I I think I'm only about I think I'm about one degree of separation away. <gasps> oh no, two, I guess hell. two technically. There's one person. Okay, there's but... one person separating us from like oh, okay, being first hand. Tell me afterwards. Oh my god. Okay. But yeah, no. Right, um, we're gonna head any to... Senate twinks trying to get fucked in the building. Go ahead. Yeah, we're gonna head to that random room in the studio where we see this giant vintage television screen with some plushies in front of it. Inside the screen is Melissa Bianchini giving us well-respected news reporter realness. It all seems like it's about to be fine, right? That is until she gets stuffed animals tossed at her face, water squirted at her, squeak toys squeaking, and rice dumped on her head. The pit crew was having a blast, but I think Priscilla was enjoying it the most from the big comfy chair once she pulled out that fucking squirt gun. I was losing my mind at that. I was like, she's been waiting for this moment. Yeah. Does it matter what words came out of Melissa's mouth? Not really. But we did learn that Silvana is a mob boss who dug Kiara's grave, so there's that. <laughs> Very informative. Very informative. Very informative. Silvana is next and is giving us her best Tracy Turnblad. It was a choice. Like usual, she's giving you energy even with balls to the face. I, I mean, I gotta ask, who cleaned up this shit afterwards? And also, I don't think they did it in between, because if you looked on the floor by the fourth person, that, that floor is messy. No. They were like, it wasn't a surprise for them. They're like, listen, girls, if you're at the end, don't be mad. We're not. Yeah. This, is, this is just for a badge. Now, the long-haired twink who had no personality before seemed to be enjoying him a bit too much. And I love that for him. 
Also, the way that the paper confetti stuck till Savannah's face because it was soaked, that would have been my limit. <laughs> she was, yeah. She will was... almost fall over. So she will stop reporting as it's feeling like a gangbang, uh, which <laughs> I'm sure she's had experience in that department, right? You know, who among us? You know, which which crossdresser? Me! Well, I, which crossdresser? Oh, me. Oh, sorry. That's true. That's true. Um, for me, though, it was the rain of balls that really stopped the show. Priscilla was cracking herself up. Like, the way those ball pit balls just dropped. Just, you know, they were having Thank God she had that giant wig on. It saved her head. <laughs> Lena was giving you big hair and a Sapario silhouette. That top was definitely a leftover from Sapario's lost luggage. Yeah, that was it was just the lost and found. She will give a little bit of everything, reporting, flirting, taking it like a bottom. She will mock Priscilla in this bit as she will forget her name and then make her the villain of the sketch. Lena will get in a bit of reading exclusive notes. It's so huge that the show will interrupt the mini challenge to give an exclusive bumper into the segment. I was like, oh, the editors had to have fun. Everyone was the notes will be episode. as follows. Always be yourself. You need attitude on stage. Remember hemorrhoid cream. At 9 p.m., salsa lessons from Lena Galore. At 10 p.m., send Lena Galore to lip sync. Okay, so she's playing along. She's playing along, giving uh, some jabs at, uh, at uh, Priscilla. We learned that they have found Priscilla, who was allegedly missing. She was in the Drag Race studios the whole time, but to seal her show, Sapario stood in front of her. <laughs> Priscilla was basically out of her chair laughing. Wow, um, at least they all can laugh about it now. Right. And finally, it's Lachiva, who will do a bit where she is frozen, and the show will even give her an edited bit where they have like the static. Um it was necessary the way the pit crew was literally manhandling her. Um <laughs> Like, no joke, the man was putting shit in her mouth while the other man was trying to take her glasses off just so he can wear them. It was a bit much. Did you think by the fourth girl, they were like, we're just going to fucking go ham here? Right, they were like, what else can we do? What haven't we done yet? Now, Lashiva will literally get something in her mouth that she has to decide in this moment to spit or to swallow. Her dialogue includes Paolo Camille being spotted disguised as Paolo Yetzi as she was found unconscious in her dressing room trapped by plush handcuffs. Why did Camille do this? Who knows? As whatever is in her mouth made her choke and almost die. It... How would you have done in this challenge? Um, I think I probably could have fared pretty well. I can be mm -hmm. funny. I can, re I can Which react to the Which of moment. the elements would have been the one that would have tapped you out? Um, I don't know. I feel like I could have been. I feel like I would have persisted. Um, I don't know. I think eventually I would have just been tired. Been like, all right, that's fair. Can we just go back to the workroom and tell us who won? Now, let me ask you this: If you were the segment producer for this mini challenge, what were the instructions you gave the pick crew? Have fun. Um, Don't if you think, anyone? if you think 
you're being entertaining, go 10% more, <laughs> you yeah. know, like, yeah, it, it was, you know, whoever did it, good for them. They have, everyone had a lot of fun this episode. Well, let's learn who the winner is. The pit crew is called, and that muscular man holds that little pillow like it weighs 100 pounds. The winner, despite almost losing a tooth and a lung, Lena Delore. A... All right. Well, the preparations of the first ever Drag Ramo Festival are fervent, and Priscilla has decided they will step on stage and be the temple of Italian music. And they will be doing it in pairs. <gasps> Lena Galore, as the winner of the mini challenge, won an advantage. She gets to pick her partner. Uh, no fucking brainer. She will pick Melissa Bianchini, leaving sure. Silvana and Lashiva. Um, but you, we got to talk about it. Just the way she was like, well, I haven't worked with this person. Girl, no. No, no. You know I think what you were doing. so funny when girls do that and they're like, well, the real reason I'm doing this is be- it's like the, the most obvious reason is like, well, I want to win um, and they're good. But then right. they like are, are on the camera like, well, I really actually think that she's just like an interesting person and I, I, I want to get to know her better. Now, here comes another decision. Which song will Lena Galore pick? She only gets the titles, nothing else. I don't know what these songs were. I don't know if they're references to something else. If someone wrote it for the show, what the fuck they were. But first is Como Se Non Fosse Niente, which translates to as if it were nothing, or Revolucione Solare, which translates to solar return. Lena will go with Revolucione Solar, leaving Silvana and La Shiva with Como Se Non Fosse Niente. Which one would you have picked? Um, I think I would have picked the one Lena picked. It seems a because there's, you got nothing. You got nothing to work yeah. with. You didn't know what this would like. I like the idea of like. I, don't know, I think I like yeah. just this. It sounds a little more fun, maybe. Well, Silvana is excited as she will tell us she remembers her first time, as if it was nothing. Girl, bye. You can remember works that long ago. I know, right? They will have one more big surprise. Who will be judging their performances? Two wonderful artists who, on the stage of the San Remo Festival, have performed a manifesto song that has become a cult. It's the beautiful Sabrina Salerno and Joe Squillo. Uh, the queens were freaking out. Yeah, they were. I mean, this, I once I looked at, like, after the episode once, I was like, oh, okay. So, like, they did their song, and there was, like, you know, it's mm-hmm. like a whole thing. I was like, okay, this was, they definitely got these ones. They definitely knew who they were. This wasn't like yeah. a, all right, um, we're going to say a name and you have to pretend them. to act. Yeah, I can't wait to talk about these two because, um, wow, they were wild. <laughs> they have me giggling. Yeah. They have me giggling. All right, once out of the quick drag, it's time to get their music on. The iPods are in, the music is playing, and Lena drinks water as she says it softens the vocal cords. Do we know if that is in fact true? I would be saying like, I'd be like on the show saying things and be like, yeah, my doctor said it. Yeah, no, no, my doctor said it. And everyone would be home like, what doctor said that? And then I'd get home and be like, my doctor said that. I made that up. The hot tea, I know, definitely works. That's why I drink tea during every podcast because I talk so much and I need to lather the vocal cords. Melissa says that they've got a beautiful song and Lena's like, I haven't even listened to it as I'm softening my vocal cords. Did you hear me? No time for this. Lashiva will prove that she 
may be a good actress as she will tell Sylvana that she is so happy to do this with her. Oh yeah? Is that so? You know, Are we sometimes you're forced anything? into situations where you just gotta pretend like you're enjoying yourself. Yeah, um, yeah, it's very fascinating that they all seem to love Sylvana, so maybe she's a great human. That's, that's what I'm, I'm wondering if they all have, the like, stage. I know they're all from Rome except for Lena, right? So it's like, sure, I don't know, something like that. So, like, my I'm wondering if, like, she's just like genuinely, like, you know, like they've had a lot of good experience with her before the show. I also wonder, and I don't mean this as, I mean, like, this is, I say this with as little shade as possible. I also wonder if it's one of those things where they look, they like her, they know her as a good person, and they look at her drag and they're like, what's the threat? Right. That's fair. That is definitely fair. <laughs> now, Salada says they will be like, like Albano and Romina or Bugo and Morgan. Are you familiar with either of those duos? No. What the? They could Did say you do literally... any research on them? No. Can I ca- tell you about them? Please. Albano and Romina are, well, were a musical couple who separated after the disappearance of their daughter in New Orleans. That case is still unsolved. Oh my god. <laughs> Vugo and Morgan were a duo who performed at San Remo, where Vugo left the stage mid-performance after Morgan changed the lyrics to diss him. That's funny. Very Lizzie McGuire That's movie. Fun. So basically, Silvana is saying this is not going to work out. Yeah. That's Oh my gosh. Wow. Melissa and Lena have a pop performance that will work if they juggle it back and forth. They will switch with each other for the verses and then refrain, and then they're going to do it together. So I guess this is like a pick your own song challenge and do it however you want to do it. Fair. For the refrain and the other piece, Lashiva wants to do it without too many movements, likely because they are old. Right. She's like, I'm at the we've been here for weeks now. I've got only got so much left in me. Now we learn that their song is allegedly a ballad and has some French in the middle of it. Why do we as Americans just suck at life? Like they are Italians who probably know a good portion of English and probably a good portion of French. Meanwhile, we are like, we don't understand anything, not even English. That's that's the school system, baby. Yeah. If you could learn a language like I'm learning Portuguese, what would you pick on Duolingo? I mean, I took Spanish for seven years. I can, like, understand Spanish if I, like, read it. Like, reading, I can kind of get through it and kind of understand what's going on. But, like, I'm I mean, not all conversational. All you really need to know, all you need to know as a stoner is Donde esta Taco Bell. Right. That, yeah. Um. But, no, it's just, like, I mean, they're just, like, it's just, especially with Europe being as small as it is, it's just like, I feel like you wind up so much more easy to be, be in a situation where you're exposed to languages earlier on in life. And honestly, at this point in time, if you're going to be on a Drag Race television show, you might meet friends from other countries, so you probably want to know what they're saying about you. Yeah. And you're going to want to be on an all-star season, so you might want to learn English. That's true. Lena wants to come up with something for the choreography that's a little pop and recalls a movie where there was a super busy background and they were moving to the beat. Um, I was like, what are we doing? A music video up in here? I don't understand what you're saying, lady. I I was just like nodding my head. She's like, sure. I'm yeah. sure I'll, I'm sure it'll all come. Now here. to the looks. 
to the looks. Lashiva will preface it to Silvana that she will say no anyway, but she wants her in a mini dress. And Silvana's like, why? To eat it? To eat it. Right. She said she's already been challenged by Paolo Camilli on this, so she's going to try it. Have we seen this challenge coming from Paolo Camilli? Uh, not the not that I remember. I don't remember it either. Melissa wants to keep it clean, and Lena refers to them more like Ana Axa and Fausta Loyal than the Lollipops. Um, I guess I gotta learn more about my Italian pop music references. Right. Now, it's time for the self-imposed competition for our rival duos. The game is called Chaos. Let's all sing our songs at the same time. Why would we do this? What a mess this was. This ain't fun. Right, they're like again. They're just like, let's giggle at the, let's make some funny, silly TV. Now we're gonna have a trend here. Lena will start to get a bit sentimental and say that even though they're all still in the race and she's supposed to want to see them all dead, she loves them. Group hug. We're not gonna see them prepare much for the challenge because it's now the day of the show, y'all. Do you wish we got a peek into the rehearsals? Yeah, a little bit. I want to. I Why just, do you think they on Drag Race Italia just really don't like throwing that in there? I I don't know. Maybe they just like. Maybe it's not on the main stage. Maybe it's in like a weird. Like maybe they just do it somewhere else that's not really like pretty for TV. I don't really know. Well, they are the four drag queens. They are at their same makeup table, and it's time to get emotional. Would you say you're an emotional human? Um, occasionally. Savannah will lead the charge with tears and lead them with applause before Melissa's tears chime in. She says that it was hard to get there, and now Lena is getting weepy as she shaves. But she tells her if she makes her cut herself, she'll kill her. Spoiler alert, Lena will cut herself, but we'll get to it. Savannah says she has real tears, and she actually believes that if one cries, the others cry. Scout, I'm going to ask you to recall some days of yore. Is this how you were during your last days of camp every season? Yeah. 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 Did you cry? Have big group hugs? I cried. Oh, my God. I cried so much when I, whenever it was like we were putting camp away. Oof. Tears, baby. Tears. Did you staff, have friends to banquets? You? Oof. Oh, my goodness. Crying. Yeah, I mean, it was luckily, baby? like, lucky for me that like, it was fortunate for me that, like, most most times that I was like at camp, I was like going to a place where I was either going to be busy right away, or I was just going to be with my camp friends. So, yeah, I can see you as a crybaby. It makes sense. It's the memories. It's the the things that molded yeah. you to be scouts of honor. Yeah. Melissa says everyone's done so far. She'll do it again with them there. Savannah, who I think really thought this was her exit episode, says whatever happens, they have had the chance to make some unique relationships that they've never been able to have outside of there, which we kind of already debunked is untrue. I don't, yeah, I don't think Silvana saw a double save as an option. I don't think she did. I think I don't think she, I don't and I don't know that I think it was more of just it never even crossed her mind. It wasn't that like she like thought maybe it could happen and then like she just discounted it. I just in her head I think she just said someone has to go home this episode because that's what's been happening. Like it's just how right. it goes. And uh, it was it, to me very much I was like okay, well, she seems like she's ready to 
whatever happens happens and it was you know very much that and i was like has she considered she has but... found three people who she knows that once she gets out of there she can count on they are very important to her she wants them all to win but she is feeling like a winner now why is she so emotional about that but scout the bigger question did you keep the close-up of the camera to Lena Galore's face and the two nicks in her stashel area. I didn't, but yikes. Now, obviously, we know how much I love Miss Lena Galore, so I, I, I notice a lot of things on her. This is not the first time the show has shown her having cuts from shaving. <laughs> As someone who just, like, there, there's just one part of my fucking neck that always gets cut. It's like, it's always going to happen. Mm-hmm. I, I, I relate to her. I understand it. it. This shit happens. Yeah. I couldn't. This was so campy that they're having this beautiful, sad moment, and there is two splotches of blood on her face. She's just like, whoa, hello. <laughs> yeah. Um funny. It's kind of embarrassing, but I, I'm gonna I'm just gonna send it to you, okay? I'm gonna e- e- message it to you. Hold on. Uh what what's your name? Who are you? Me? I don't know what I'm saying. Who me like in front of all these people? Um, yeah, so Take a look at that picture and tell me <laughs> if you were watching the show what you would do. That's so funny. They couldn't they couldn't put a little blur on that. They couldn't pull a patch on that on through impost. Yeah, the editors were like, nope, oh, this is the shot oh. we want. Lashiva says Drag Race made them do wonderful things, and that is get off their phones and back to human relationships. Honestly, that's what I would love in my life. Human relationships, not I, relying on social media. I think it's funny that this is not the only episode of reality TV this week that I heard that exact. Like... Like they literally said the exact same thing in the Survivor finale. They're like, yeah, "We're all friends," and it was a reset, and we 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 put it, we there are no phones, and it's the only time we get this. And I'm like, that's so funny that like all these Meanwhile, all these everyone realizing Big Brother. Again. Yeah, everyone who goes on Big Brother is like, "Fuck this!" Can I have my phone back? I think it's hilarious. Like this whole rain. This is very tangential, but the reindeer games thing the, is being the first time I've seen like iPhone selfies on the Big Brother. <laughs> Well, that sounds like a whole different thing we can talk about another time. I'm, I'm but yeah, still no, Italian that. girls, they, they got their phones taken away and they bonded over not being able to scroll infinitely. <laughs> now, also in this next confessional, Lashiva discusses her family. And it's the other three girls and she includes Sapario. You think this was a cut and paste? Or is she really including Sapario in this equation? I don't know, maybe... Yeah, maybe it was from another episode. Um, yeah, um, okay. Lena will take her hand at the emotions and say that this experience has been a bit of a humble pie. She said she came in there thinking she knew everything and had the power. The power over drag. And she always tried to give a message to everything she did. But then knowing other people's stories who have suffered more than she has, it put her suffering into perspective and made her realize how lucky she is and how lucky she is to be with these people. She tells us that she changed a lot in 10 weeks. She has learned to let go. She has realized that attitude doesn't necessarily mean injustice and says this is the biggest change she's made. 
Savannah thinks that this is most difficult day they've had yet. Melissa's feeling like a moron. But Lena talking about, hey, I know you haven't heard my backstory because y'all's backstories are worse than mine and I feel like a chump talking about it. Right. What did you think about that? It's, I mean, it's an interesting like perspective in reality TV, right? To be like, yes, it's a very, it's very obviously, I'm not going to say it's like specifically going to help you in challenges or like anything that you're actually doing for like a competitive edge, but in the sense of like TV itself, the like meta game of being like, I'm on TV and what, what do they want to be playing on TV? And it's definitely interesting to go in and be like, you all have these very crazy backstories and I have loving parents that support me. Right. I you mean, know, I'm it's, writing a, it's an, an interesting perspective. I'm, I'm tasked to write an article right now where my thesis is why Lady Camden should have won instead of Willa Pill. And I, I basically come to the conclusion that Willow Pill was a decent player in season 14, but her backstory was her story. That was what mm-hmm. we watched this season. If you look at the track record of the actual competition part, Lady Camden had three wins. She was only yeah. in the bottom on an episode where everybody was in the bottom except for Deja Sky. And she was someone who just didn't have a backstory yeah. and that didn't work. It didn't compute. Yeah. Willow Hill had one win, two bottoms and, and had a great backstory. Yeah. It, it's kind of crazy to see how much reality television plays into the stories over yeah. the content, if that makes yeah. sense. So. Yeah. I mean, and that's kind of like, and, but just I think saying. that's also part of, you know, we're what 20, plus years into reality TV being a very like mainstay thing. I think at this point, that's kind of just like, you have to kind of consider that and be like, all right, well, if I'm not bringing that story, what am I bringing? And if you are bringing that story, you got to say, how do I sell the story? So that if I do flop a little bit, I don't go home. (laughs) Just say you're a lawyer right before you leave. We're just right before. (laughs) Now, have we ever seen this much emotion and this many tears from a group of queens who are not even officially in the finals yet? Like, did that have any bearing into the final resort of of this episode? This felt like one of those snowball moments where, like, it just happened to be like one of them got a little emotional and then they all just kind of Mm -hmm. wound up being very, you know, they like production was probably like, you probably could have saved this for for next week, but okay. Now, I don't know how good your memory is. My memory is pretty bad, but I do remember, I believe it was the first episode, Silvana made a comment about three people in the end with her, and it was these three. Is she a psychic? Did she know things before we didn't? Maybe there was, maybe they just posted the elimination order on the wall. It's possible. Well, the four best friends in the whole entire world will give another big group hug, and Melissa has been able to learn a little bit from her friends and how each one of them has a special way of doing things and thinking. She thinks she'll come out of this richer than she was before. That's what they all say. Right. Until they lose. Until they lose. And actually don't come out richer than in debt. Because those costumes are expensive. Minus the $1,000 you want on a mini challenge. Yeah, right. All right. We are really getting limited plot content in this one. It's already main stage time. And Priscilla is giving us flowers and pattern. And she looks like a sexy comforter. 
Right. Our judges this week include Chiara Francini, who has her own roses in her hair. Paolo Camilli is here, and I would wear that blazer with the ostrich feathers. That actually was really, really fun. I, I was, was here for it. Yeah. And now it's the ladies who kick back a few Aperol spritzes before the camera started rolling. It's Sabrina Salerno and Joe Squillo. They were dressed in black and white, and I said, go make them lip sync to shut up and drive. It was so funny. They were just living their best lives. Um, we'll talk about it later on because it will have a little more bearing, um, in other moments, but what is, what, when you are asked to be a guest judge on drag race and you clearly don't actually watch the show, what do you think they're told? Uh, just go out uh, and have fun. Right. Do you think they get like a little, like, do you think there's like a little, like, like information packet that they send them ahead of time. It's like here's what's happened. Here's the, here's what you can generally expect. Like, right. do they send a picture of like Lucicia Labamba? Like, isn't she pretty? Yeah. Um. All right. Let's start with our music. Get to the fashion. It's time for all things drag remo. Now I don't know too much about drag remo aside from its association with Eurovision where the winning act has the opportunity to represent Italy in Eurovision each year. Um, can you name me one artist that came out of Italy and represented Italy for Eurovision? No. Lizzie Do you McGuire. live on this planet? Are you unfamiliar with Monoskin? Lizzie McGuire. Monoskin? The oh, winners? I know of Monoskin, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know them. Because uh, they're they're even making waves here. They were nominated for Best New Artist for the Grammys. I saw that, yeah. yeah. Now, as far as the gimmicks and bits we were given, they were foreign to me. But whatever drugs these folks were on, I will gladly take a hit. <laughs> Chiara will be our hostess, who has a valet named Angelo. I wish I had a valet. He's going to escort her to the side of the stage and leave. I mean, come on, give me my twink who does the same exact thing. It was, I couldn't, it, it was so funny. Just like the, these little bits with, with the like shirtless, with like the pit crew. It was just yeah. very, very, yeah. I couldn't tell he if it was supposed to be to funny, that. but. He gets paid funny. to do that. Good for him. Good for she him. starts with the announcements. Quote, a feeling that proponently invades every corner of the mind, a love obsession that leaves a thousand doubts behind itself. Like It Was Nothing by Elena Barini and Stefano Maggio. Are those real people who wrote this song? Are we naming r- r- random Italian things? Like what, what was that introduction? Uh, you know, I don't know. But no clue. Let's get to the next part. Cut to Paula Camilli with that fucking wig and beard playing the role of Master Beppe Camalachio. What a transformation that man had had. That didn't even look like him. No, I was. I only knew it was him because that that blazer with the feather ostriches. (laughs) Feathers. Ostriches and the feathers. Come on, what was happening? I mean, mm-hmm. the way when he went profile and you can see his actual beard popping out, I was like, okay, we're 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 committing to this stupid campy bit. There was yeah, a lot going on. 
So let's begin with La Shiva and Silvana. They are giving us a mid-tempo ballad, not an actual ballad, and wearing what I can only describe as Val McKelly and Tina Turner, but make it white. <laughs> That's funny. Thank you. I'm here for the comedy right, every week. Um, also, Paolo doing the conducting. I hope it was only for the camera and like they filmed him after they performed and not during the performance. Literally, because, like, I was the ladies the commenting thing. on every single thing happening. Very distracting. I was literally thinking the same thing. I was as as I was watching it, I was like, the judges are doing everything except for watch them. <laughs> right. And Priscilla like they're, has they're having page, conversations like... on the side. What's his nuts at the end is swinging around a baton? Kiara's Kiara. And Priscilla's and, and just Priscilla kind of looking everywhere. Taking everything in, but look, has resting bitch face. Oh, this is so funny. I think Lashiva had a nice voice. She was the stronger of the two. Silvana was decent in the vocal department, but whoever did the mixing needed to balance the was, two. Or was Silvana. this not live? I think it was live. It seemed too finished to be like live. That's Were their lip syncs that good then? That's and well, that's the other thing was it was like it didn't, yeah, the lip sync, it didn't seem like a lip sync, but it also just like I don't know, maybe, maybe it didn't sound the same in the room. Maybe, maybe, maybe we got a little um, bit more of a finished, polished audio. The boys, can we discuss? I mean, I still want that blonde one. Thank you very much. From a couple weeks ago, he was back and he was the star of this one. But we'll, we'll, he really was the star of the next segment. But um, I don't think the song was one that allowed the two queens to do much of anything except that little chest bump moment. There was a lot of walking and moving and grooving, but the boys really did all the work. Yeah. Which, I mean, sometimes that's that's not a terrible option on Drag Race. But when there's mm-hmm. only two mm-hmm. numbers... When there's just your duo and one other duo, I don't think that's mm-hmm. the time to be like, let's have the boys do a lot of dancing. Like then you gotta be a little bit more like, all right, how do we stand out? <laughs> they were fine. If they were in Eurovision, they would be in the finals because Italy automatically goes to the finals every Eurovision because they are in the big five. But they would probably be one of the lower placing um entries. The thing people just automatically go. The big five, Germany, Spain, England, or UK, um, Italy, and France. Those five, every they automatically get the bid to the finals. They don't have to go through the semifinals. Uh-huh. Yeah. Interesting. Money! Oh, I guess that makes sense. I will say I was not mad at this moment. I didn't understand why it happened, but they will get a lot of bonus points for the boys taking off their fucking shirts. At the end. Yeah, yeah, I'm not mad at that. And then wringing them out like they were sweating. Yeah. I mean, what like, did that hey, have to do with the song? I don't know, but I'm not mad. Okay, me either, me either. All right, well, Kiara is back with another announcement. A history of treacherous, tormented, and painful love. The desire to regain his life. And the desire to remove the memory of a feeling that was. Solar Revolution by Miras Roban. Great. I, I, I again like, tried to Google this. Who wrote? Nothing these for came her. up. 
Who wrote these for her? Nothing do you think came she up. just wrote? Do you think? Do you think there's any words on the card, or she just they just told her to make it up as she was I think there? I think she just said words and they came out of her mouth. Okay, yeah. This was the song that you wanted. It had power and drive. I think their staging at the beginning was a bit weird, where one walks off the stage and then comes back, and then the other walks off the stage and comes back. I didn't understand why we did that. That's one of those things where you're in rehearsal and you're like. What, what else can we do? What else can we do? What if you walk off and then like, what if we do this? And then. <laughs> I liked the idea of their looks with the black and gold, but the white boot cannot be forgiven. No. Bro. There's a lot of shoe choices in this episode. Yeah. Okay. Sabrina and Joe saying it looked like them. This was their challenge to lose. They were engaged from the beginning. Right. As soon as you, as soon as you have them. As soon as as soon as the, the judges are saying that, you, you've got to feel good. I think individually they both had strong vocals, but as a combo, they were a beast. I enjoyed their movements. It was strong yet simple and something recreatable. It very much was like an 80s, 90s fantasy in, in performance and music. In Eurovision, they would probably place in the top 10. I don't think they're going to win. Now, for this group, they didn't have the boys utilized as much, but when they were, they were like, okay, you are bitches. They made them hold the microphone while the two of them did the least. It was so funny. It wasn't even like extravagant, can't use the microphone to do dance moves. No, no. They like barely just stood there. Why not? Yeah. The energy was right. Now, I don't remember if you like blondes as much as I do. My blonde boy had a shot where he was just dancing all alone in that random camera angle where it looked like he was dancing in like a black hole. What was that? Did you notice? No idea. No idea what that was. Yeah, I was not mad at it. I don't know who this boy is. I still have to do some research to find him. I enjoyed this. It was well presented. It had a purpose. The chemistry was right. I would watch them perform. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was it was a lot of fun. It was this was the better one. What a very strange and interesting overall challenge, but both duos did really well, and ultimately the result that does happen in this episode kind of made sense based on the challenge. Yeah. Runway though. Let's um great. Kiara is gonna toss away all her cards and Angela will bring her a big bouquet because why the hell not? Well, yeah, sure. Now they did mention that this was the first ever Drag Remo Festival. Do you think that the success of this first challenge will allow it to come back in some other form in future yeah, seasons? Yeah, definitely. It seems like yeah. they're trying to establish some sort of like running, you know, now that they're with Paramount Plus and all of this. Seems like they might be trying to establish a bit more of a like, you know, oh, we've got some staples, we've got challenges that you can expect. I was stuff here like for that. It. Yeah, was All fun. right. Well, we're keeping in, in theme of drag rebel style. Category is drag rebel style. And on to the runway, we will play going to Eurovision or going to Olive Garden. When was the last time you went to Olive Garden? Oh, it's been too long. I should go when I'm home. What is your go-to 
order? Do you do the unlimited soup and salad of six? Do you do the salad over the soup, soup over the salad, tour of Italy? What do you do? Um, I mean, I used to just, I used to just, just do like soup and breadsticks, but that's just because it's easy. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I was, I worked yeah. at Olive Garden. Unlimited, the unlimited soups on breadsticks kind of sucks because that's literally unlimited work for the server and it costs $15 per person. So you do a shit ton of work and get like $3. If I have any Italian listeners out there listening to this podcast right now, I'm sorry what we did to um, your beautiful, delicious. I'm not. I like, I like Olive Garden. All right. Let's not. I'm not <laughs> saying it's Italian cuisine. I'm not saying it's Italian cuisine. I'm just saying. American Italian. All right. Lena Laura. Look by Muse <laughs> Italian tailoring. Lena is paying homage to Claudia Cole in 1995 with a twist of Versace. I think this was a very avant-garde look mixed with drag. I love the way the polka dots blended so well with those black eyes that she has. It really was this cool uh, optical illusion. I'm not sure I love the massive pattern clash, but overall, this was a big, bold drag look. Um, yeah, no, it's very, it's very pretty. I looked at, did you look at like the reference that this was? Mm -hmm. I like that this is like a very clearly drag version of it. She took like a very like what could already be kind of like a good drag outfit already, right? Like it's already got a lot going right. on, but then she kind of like was like, how do I make it my own? How do I take it to a drag level? She looks really good. Sabrina loves the face and the way of posing and walking. She says her moves were very elegant and delicate. Joe says she follows a lot of high fashion runways and says that she can assure her that she is artwork. She says the outfit is insane, modern, and right. Now, Lena says that this feels like the closing of a circle. She reveals she has had an eight-year relationship with her drag mother. They were at this San Remo themed party, and together they impersonated Sabrina Salerno and Joe Squillo. She says the song that she and Melissa sang talks about emancipation, the pain for the end of a relationship, and the and then concentrate on oneself and one's well-being. She says it's all happening here right now in front of them, and it's surreal to her. Scout, um, does, is she having a, like a public breakup with her drag mom? I have no clue. Where, where was we? Where were we going with this story? I don't know. Um, did her drag mom like disown her for going to drag race? Like, what? What? Give me more. I don't know. I think this this seemed like maybe something that like she like was trying to tell a story a certain way or like trying to say one thing and just kind of kept like saying it in a way that misconstrued what she was trying to get across i mean listen we we've definitely had contestants who get to talk in front of guest judges who inspire them and like they tell them stories um it was just the emancipation part of the the drag mother i was like what what, yeah. what, what happened maybe she just means that like she's like expanding beyond just like having more, more role models than just her let's go with mother. that um this look though going to eurovision oh yeah 100 going to eurovision you're correct. The audience, 100%. Wow, look at y'all. I know. La Shiva, look by Igor Bernardini, the design, hair by Amnesia Wigs, jewels by Glam Studio Creations. She is giving you Orietta Berti in 2021. And if you see who she is, well, at least La Shiva is giving you a tailored version of that sack. Uh, Saparia would have loved to wear it. It's very matronly. I don't love this, and I'm not sure why this is the look she would have picked from this category. Now, despite being from 2021, it does feel very dated. 
the problem is it's not bad. She looks fine. Take this for what you will. She looks like a drag queen. Yeah. Where's... Would you wear something like that? Oh, my gosh. Sorry, I'm, I'm just going to have to look at your background. That's fine. Um, yeah, it's it's certainly draggy. I think mm -hmm. it's got. I think it's it's not it's not a hundred percent of the way it needs to, of like where it needed to be. Um, it was certainly a. The, I mean, I'll also say, the original look is also kind of ugly. Oh, it's terrible. So, so, like that's why it's so campy that she as she's wearing this. I also if just noticed that in the original, original look, look, the girl's toes are out. Yeah, that lady is uh, choice. This is like this is literally the uh, if if you're I mean obviously you're just listening. The reference is like if Ursula was just a sack of sequins. <laughs> that's what I'd like. Yeah, this um, is definitely a drag version of it. I just it's I, I there's so many you things you could pick. Worn a, have you ever worn a backcombed wig? No, I have not. Not like that much. Not that much. All right, Paul says that something's happened to her as there was a click. He says that he sees she's confident and finally focused. She shook off a lot of insecurity and fear. Kiara says that the runway reminds her of Orietta Britti, this carnality with two shells that aren't as big as the ones that Orietta wore, but she made them very elegant. She says the back-combed hair and the makeup are her strong suits. She says she's having fun because immediately she's had this big fire, and now it's like she's sweetened this energy and made it beauty. I'm going soft going to Eurovision. I'm going to say going to Olive Garden. I don't like this. And that's, Audience, 67% but... going to Eurovision, 33% going to Olive Garden. Silvana de la Manana, no designers listed. Her runway's insane. Her words, not mine. With the bitch not even there, who probably knew this was coming and said, I'm not going to be present for it because I can't say anything positive. She is giving you Paolo Chiara from San Remo 2023. Yeah. Go look at the inspiration. She is giving you the Chris Jenner version trying to look like her kids and she, fit in is, with her children. This is very wish.com. Like... Paolo and Kiara. Paolo and Kiara looked sexy. This looked like an old lady trying to pass for Gen Z. It was, yeah. This also just feels like one of those things where she's like, she had a she had a sequin dress in her outfit yeah. and was like, let me find one that can fit. The proportions were a problem, but nothing was worse than not one, but two flat wigs. Oh. Oh. Silvana de la Manana is not a queen who can pull off flat wigs. Look at her standing next to her three sisters. All of them have big hair, and she has something slicked back. It's not even slicked back. It's like slicked down to the side. It's like she looks down and like around. a cancer patient. She. It's not. Yeah, it's rough, and it's a it's a hard front, and it's. Do we need to have a rule on Drag Race that if you come out on the main stage in a hard front, you're automatically gone? I'm not going to say that. I'm sure there are people who can style hard fronts like to the point where if I don't even notice it, but this is this is atrocious. 
Joe says she feels all her feelings. She says it's not just aesthetics. It's an in-depth analysis of what wonderful world full of rainbow sweets, light, and genuine feelings that she brought to them and the public with clothes that remind them of an extraordinary path of their Italian ability to do art. She says the dress is art and is happy to see the lights that look great in her vision. Another one who's just saying words that have no correlation to anything that's actually on that stage. Right. Just... Kiara says she always finds her true and genuine. In the singing, she says she would recognize her out of one billion people from the wig and the way she walks and the way she sings. She says she really is like a song that she loves about following Kiara, which is you always do it your way. Well, she did it her way and she's going to Olive Garden. Oh, yeah, Olive Garden. Audience, 29% going to Eurovision, 71% going to Olive Garden. Some of you made some choices. Melissa Bianchini, look by Melissa and La Diamond, hereby Amnesia Wigs. She is giving you Lerdana Berti, circa 1986, where the bitch performed pregnant. I think this was fashion and camp and a brilliant runway for her. Did she really need the Guitar Hero guitar? Not really. No. Is she the full package? <laughs> of course. Yeah. This is again, this is like the the original look is already like kind of draggy and like fun to begin with. And she just took it up another level and it's really fun. It looks really good. It's a great silhouette. Like, I don't know, just this even like your background, the four of them on the stage, like Lena and Melissa on the ends are just leaks of that's high drag. Yeah, it's just good. Now, why do you, knowing what the original reference was, why do you think she opted for a full length dress as opposed to the mini skirt? I wonder if I, I wonder if she well, a she may have just been trying to like make like a you know she's like oh how do I change the silhouette to make it mm-hmm. a little bit more like whatever. Um, but yeah, I wonder if she's just like I just don't want to have to trust that my fishnets will last as long and not be ripped by the time now if I you look look at the image behind me it does look like it might have a zipper in the front do you think it was a reveal maybe maybe it's she was like if i had their lip sync i was ready <laughs> oh my god putting melissa as a lip sync that's funny you're silly you're silly follows says they were a beautiful couple during the performance and it was crazy he says he's used to the Minotaur horseman dragoness, but she came up with a nightingale version of a look. He calls the look insane. Sabrina says that she knows what it's like to sing in Paris and notice an energy from both. She says she is balanced because normally one has more energy than the other. She says they also empathize with her. Her with Melissa and Joe with Lena. They saw themselves in them. She says it was really nice to watch her and they had fun. Melissa, you're clear of vision. Go on Eurovision. You're good, baby. Audience, 85% going to Eurovision, 15% going to Olive Garden. Not as beloved as I thought it was going to be. We can't all be right. The girls are sent to the workroom to relax as Priscilla is deciding which of the three will be moving to the finals. Or maybe Priscilla's just forgetting how math works just like the Boulay brothers. You know, hey, math works different in drag. Lashiva says they told him such fabulous things. Silvana is on an emotional roller coaster. Melissa is unsure of what to think because they said beautiful things to all four of them, and it's really hard to understand what could happen. But what will happen? Remember how Paula Yahtzee has contractually obligated to show up in every episode? Well, I here tackled. she is once again in a video message from the fucking lady. 
she sounded so tired. It was so generic. What Does she, she even care? Where is she recording these from? This felt like they were like, she, it was like a 3 a.m. shoot that they just wrapped. And they were like, by the way, she was like, no. And they're like, no, you have to record Literally. it. And she's like, no. And now it was... it's time for a visit from the two drunk aunts who are obsessed with their siblings' gay child as they try to relate, but have little idea just how to do it. It Joe was... and Sabrina might make the end of the year best guest judges list simply because of how unhinged they were. They were wild. All over the place. Sabrina starts off and says, this must be a special moment for them. Why? Because they're in their presence? Right. Probably. <laughs> she says she's been judging herself forever and knows exactly how they feel and the pressure they put in front of their fears and insecurity. She says it makes them feel like they're living in a bubble, and right now they have exposed nerves. She says they are there, so they have already won, despite that being a banal sentence to them. She loves them, that they will come out even stronger, and even more, they will love each other, because the love you have for yourself is the basis of life. If that's the case, does that mean I'm dead? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that's the case. <laughs> okay, okay. Now, Joe says that they each have a trail. Being able to embrace comparison as a weapon of self-improvement is the greatest wealth. She says there are the lessons these extraordinary experiences are teaching them, but says it must be the ability to find balance. She says they have an art. She and Sabrina went to San Remo. They didn't land first or second or third or fourth or fifth, but sometimes you don't need to. Just need a strong, powerful enrichment to be able to tell you who you really are. And she says they all said who they are extraordinary artists so these are people who did not win a competition but became icons and that's okay that's hey sometimes that's the route you gotta go jennifer hudson didn't not win everyone can Idol, be a but she got a fucking uh oscar yeah not everyone can be a winner and grammy and that's okay and an emmy and a tony look at that she good she good now, Lashiva says that they have legitimized what the female figure is in San Remo. They had the courage in what they did. And then things are about to get a little unhinged as the ladies are about to tell the story about the thing that they wanted to burn that they didn't burn. But whatever it was, Joe gave Sabrina a heart attack and imagined herself in jail because allegedly Joe wanted to burn money as art shouldn't be quantified. Um, Scouty. Mm-hmm. There are certain things here in America you can't burn. You can't burn the flag. You can't burn money. But art is art? I've burnt both of those things. Oh my god, you're going to jail. This story was wild, but it got wild as the ladies are going to talk over each other like bickering sisters after a few too many. Sabrina just... will reveal that Joe said 30 seconds before going on stage, she thought about doing this. And Sabrina said, well, I thought about I'd kill you. But she has determined that they are crazier than she is. And that takes a lot. <laughs> what other stories do you think these two have? I know, right? It's kind of, it's really something when you like, when like two crazy girls walk into a room and the room of drag queens decide, yeah, they're the crazy ones. Is that how things are when you and Rigatoni walk into a room? It's 100% how things were, are. 
fully. They will all now sing their big song, a song we will hear very, very soon. But first, the drunk ants hug it out on that plastic couch and fall over and almost topple it completely. What a duo. Listen, icons. Obsessed with that. We didn't even have a moment where the girls asked for any advice or asked them any questions. It was all these two all the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just so much fun. All right, it's time to learn who will be reaching the finale. Priscilla will say that among them are three finalists. Let's see if that sticks. Before we can learn just who, they must answer a question. What would it mean for you to get to the finals? Scout, I feel like Drag Race has strayed a lot away from the pageant element of what drag offers. Because the question and answer segment is getting worse and worse on every franchise. Yeah. Do these I mean, queens not go back to their hotel room every night and prepare these questions? Because you know they're going to come up at some point. Yeah. I mean, I, like, I think there's something to be said for, like, I think the production team assumes that the all the girls are going to do that. And doesn't actually prepare like them in any way to be like, by the way, this is something you're gonna have to do. But then, like, if you th- like think back to like season five, they had what's her name, the like literal lawyer come in and like train them on how to like speak and like speak about how why they should win and everything. And now it's just kind of like, uh, it's just very like give them a little help, give them a little, give them a little note writer, give them a little because. It- Yes, it is reality TV, and we have really gone into the mainstream elements of reality TV, but I really think anytime you can pay homage to the roots of drag culture and going into the world of pageantry, it's part of drag culture, especially here in America. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I think it's too... That's There's like nothing like we... watching a panel and uh, having these queens unable to answer a question. I don't know yeah. if you're watching Bring Back My Girls, but oh my god, the All-Star 6 uh, reunion was pain. Yeah. I mean, love I you, Kylie this... Sonique. Love, but girl, that edible hit you. Yeah, so I think there's also something to be said for like a lot. I mean, this is not necessarily like, this is more specific to America. I don't necessarily know how, like, what in Europe, but I think there's also like, you know, the, as we go on, education standards have fallen, so it's just kind of like the people like their ability to like speak well and write well as compared to standards from you know 10 15 20 years ago are just like inherently going to go down but on top of that i think that's one of those things where it is weird to me when someone goes into a situation like drag race knowing you're going to be asked questions in like an interview format whether it's formal or informal like you should i if i I know that I'm a good speaker. I know that I could like be able to come up with answers to questions on the spot and be able to sit in my hotel room and do that. If that was not something I knew I could do, it's something that I would probably like talk to the people around me that are in that kind of situation and be like, what, how do I form this? What, what approach, what, like, how do I mentally approach this? So at least that way, when you get to the situation, you're not like, well, um, uh, uh, I'm very good at drag. Um, uh, and, um, let's go through them. Melissa says it would be the conquest of so much work that is behind everything that has led to her life. All the barriers she had to face to be Melissa being Keeney today and above all, passing a beautiful message to all that see them. There's just no meat to it. That, those are just, yeah. just words. Silvana says it would be 
nice at a self-esteem level because despite the mask she wears, she's a very fragile person. She loves them all so much. That is not how you get to the finale. That is not an answer that gets you to the finale. It'd be, it would make me feel good. Lashiva says, if she had to take the crown in her hand, she'd split it into four pieces and give oh, one to each of them. God. She Ooh. says that drag queens must be a family everywhere, and she has it. This is not mean girls. We are not giving a piece of the crown to everybody. No, no, no. Boo. Oh, my God. God, and that's and the thing. Also, like, let's be honest with ourselves. This is not Lashiva as a character on Drag Race. This is a whole different human. Yeah, I don't know. This it's also just like I'm. Anyone who's gonna hold anything you say on that stage against you afterwards is like you. You don't need to worry about them anyways. Like uh, if if yeah. you if you really are as close with these girls as you say you are, anything you say on the stage because like you're trying to win a game show and like win a, or win a reality show, like they should be able to put that aside and be like, you said it because you had to say it. It's not like a personal attack. You don't hate me. <laughs> Lena says she thinks she deserves it because there was a strong political conviction in her drag. She says being this in Italy today is a political manifesto and feeling a little bit like the superhero of her community fills her with pride. All right. There is the content. I get it. We have not seen the political conviction in her drag at all this season. There's the disconnect. Yeah. But she wins the question and answer portion, hands down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, maybe there's maybe that is just leaving things out. The winner of the week is Linda Galore. Melissa is safe, meaning <clears throat> Lashiva and Silvana are safe. This was Do you such agree? A weird and order. why not give both Lena and Melissa the win? So I didn't understand why it wasn't a du- double win. Like they did it together. They both look great. Just it's the last challenge episode. Because statistically, right now, right now, Lena Galore has more wins than Melissa Bianchini going to the finals. Yeah, yeah. Um, I yeah, no, it was. Uh, I didn't quite understand why they didn't both get it. I also was really confused about the order that Priscilla. I mean, I've been confused about it all season, but the order that Priscilla went in when she was like, "Lashiva, you didn't do good enough. You're gonna have to. You get one more chance to save yourself, Lena. You win." Melissa, obviously you're safe. Like now Sylvana's like, I don't want to do this. And she was like, hold my hand, let's do it together. They knew. They knew what was gonna happen, especially if they did a fucking lip sync for your life as a fucking duo. Like you 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 know Shiva said, I'm gonna drag you to this finale, baby. The song is Sabrina Salerno and Josquilo Siamo Doni. It's really a fun track, and it they was. had fun together. Two weeks in a row. I don't know if you watched the performance from San Remo, but they did take some elements and moments from the original performance, threw them in, like that little kicky moment. That's that's uh, part that's of it. Fun. Oh my god! I also, wish they had the never ladies, done the kicking because I never wanted. I never want to see those shoes that Solana was wearing ever yeah. again in my life. Yeah, um, the ladies lip syncing to their own songs. They wanted to be up there dancing with the sequin men dressed up. They, I bet they asked. I bet they were like, Can I we think they probably them? did. I guarantee like, you they said, can we do another take where we dance and, and yeah. sing along with them? Can we do it again? Now, we want to go up. the way that Joe just got out of her seat and stood behind Priscilla what are the guests told? I guess these are things you should probably add to do not do when the cameras are rolling. Right. That's the thing is like, there's, I feel like, it, like it, it, Priscilla is not RuPaul. 
you know? Priscilla was just kind of like, okay, whatever. RuPaul would have been like, eh, cut, 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 cut. Can, can uh, that lady, up? I think, almost had her hand in the wig. She was, listen, she... He or Priscilla was just sitting there thinking they're gonna bring viewers, they're gonna bring viewers, they're gonna bring viewers. <laughs> Literally. All right, so how's this gonna go? Lashiva is going to the finale. Silvana is gonna give a speech. She'll start to walk away, but Priscilla's like, no, no, I have to do the ritual. I, oh my god, line. I saw it in Priscilla's eyes. I was like, the way she's about to cry. Shantae, you also say, psych, it's final four. I Silvana think it says, was the right decision go to hell. this challenge do you agree saving Lashiv and Silvana for the finals yeah I think if anything just the way it would have been done I'd like I'd, if you really wanted a winner for the challenge why didn't they just make Lena and Melissa do it for the win right you know like it's just like if you really ha- if you really had to have one winner for the episode and you were gonna save them no matter if you're gonna save all of them no matter what why not just be like, hey, Lashiva, Silvana, you're both going. Give, you know, give Lena and, and honestly, Melissa the scare and then be like, just kidding, you're all the, going. The two we'll ladies who this song is for, they said that Melissa and Lena reminded them of them. Let, let them do the song for them. Yeah, missed opportunity. But hey, we're not the producers. All right, I got some burning questions to wrap this podcast up. Are you hit ready? Me, hit me, hit me, hit me. What is this lip sync's legacy? Uh, terrible shoes and holding hands. Yeah. Um I don't I mean I feel like this is the most combo pair duo performance we've had in a lip sync. Yeah. Like we we was... obviously you can call back to the Raven Juju B moment. But... Yeah. But this was like I mean like you I thought Lashiva was having like separation anxiety every time she stopped touching <laughs> uh, right. Silvana. Who won the week? Who had the best episode? I'll give it to Lena, but Lena and Melissa yeah, kind of Lena was great. They're both right there for me. They have been all season. But I'm also going to say congrats to Joe and Sabrina. You got some new fans because I need to know more about you psychopaths. Yeah, y'all were y'all ladies are fun. It's time for a reunion. First uh, time I'm in Italy. Paramount said we're what spending money. Be addressed. And how is Sapario going to address uh, everything Sapario? That's the thing. It's like I feel like it's just going to be people being like Sapario. You're kind of a lot. I, do, I hope I do. so. I really, I really hope so. Hackling at the little preview line of them being like, Oh, did you visualize yourself in the finale? And what's the name? I was like, Yeah, I did. And then Shiva just goes, Well, maybe you need eye surgery. <laughs> so good. So it's good. like, I hope I, maybe this is where they were saving all their jabs for. After 10 episodes, the winner of the season is. I'm still giving it to Melissa, but it's. Okay. It's a... So. I have not looked at any of the wikis or any of the fan accounts when it comes to like the points per episode, the track record numbers mm-hmm. on paper, Melissa has the best track record. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it compares to Kiona from Drag Race France too, but the bitch has two wins. She's only been safe or high. Safe and I think she's episodes. only safe twice. She was safe two episodes. Yeah. Four and five or five and six. She's been high ever. She might time. have one of the best track records in Drag Race history. Win high, 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 safe, safe. Win high, high, high. That's crazy. And that's and Lena had two bottoms. Wins, right. You look at wins. Lena has three wins, but two bottoms. 
and and you and I have discussed, we don't think we agree with some of them. How how does this turn out? Because clearly Silvana and Lashiva are there for a good time, not a long time. Yeah, it very much feels like we're we're the horses are coming around the last turn here and there's that's Melissa and Lena. It's gonna be a photo finish. It really is because I think at this point, edit wise, and uh, you know, sometimes you can't really decipher what's going to happen based on an edit. Um, Lena's the winner. Lena has been the star of these two. I would say consistently, especially in the second half of the season here, they've been. I I just don't know if Melissa doesn't have the star power when it comes to a camera, but she she just was not getting a lot of airtime comparatively. And I do think she was like, she seemed to be, and maybe it's just, I don't know, maybe maybe producers made choices or whatever, but it did seem like earlier in the season, she was kind of a bit more of a driving force behind just what was being, what was being narrated, what was being said, all that. So, so yeah, I'm going to we'll put see. my money on Melissa still, but if Lena wins, I mean, we've just discussed it. It's possible. I, I'm not going to, I won't be surprised. Nor will I be too upset. I agree. All right, go. Where can we find you on social media, Venmo, and any projects you want to plug? At Scouts Honor everywhere, as always. Um, and my only project right now is just getting through New Year's. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a that's a struggle, boss. At its own. Oh. All right, Scout. Well, thank you so much for being here. It was a blast. Yeah, thanks for having me.